Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. There's an entranceway between illusion and reality. And this entranceway is within yourself. And you have to create it. And there's a methodology for creating it. There's a way to get it done. And the way it gets done is to is through disappearing. But disappearing is not enough of a uh, answer. Because just disappearing doesn't take you to reality. What takes you to reality is disappearing into Allah. And how do we disappear into Allah? We disappear into Allah by becoming closer to Allah. And how do we become closer to Allah? By taking on the qualities that are Allah's. If we can enter into tolerance, we are closer to Haq. If we can enter into mercy, we are closer to reality. If we can enter into compassion, we are closer to reality. And if we go in the other direction, if we get angry, if we pull away from mercy, if we are contemptuous, if we show disdain, then we pull further away from the truth and from reality. These are automatic blocks to our progression. So, what is purity? Well, purity can mean lots of different things. Something can be pure sulfuric acid, but it's not going to do you any good. You need a certain kind of purity. And what is that purity? You need tolerance without the world. You need compassion without the world. You need mercy without the world. And you need it without self-motive. You need it without your own attributes filtering Allah's attributes. So we all have this problem. And the problem is the same for all of us. It takes different forms, but it's the same. And it's the egocentric self. And it's always there. It's the desire, the needs that this egocentric self has. And for each of us, this is the elephant in the room. And it takes up the entire room. And there's usually no room for anything else. So we have to figure out a way to get around it to get by it, 
to get through it, to overcome it, yet it seems to block us in every rea- in every direction. Why? Because we have these remnants of need everywhere. And unless we somehow become without need, we cannot enter into the realm of the one who has no needs. Think about it. If you want to be godlike, you have to do godlike things and you have to be in a godlike way. God does not need the world. God created the world. God doesn't have desires because God says kum to be and it is. God controls without the necessity of controlling. God has no self-motive because everything is Him. Everything is of Him. Everything is by Him. Can we move into that kind of a space? Well, we can, but there are many enemies that will not allow us to move into that space. All of the ones who talk about purity but don't try to become pure are your enemies. Why? Because they will not be able to withstand, they will not be able to abide your purity. When they see what you've become and they know in in the heart of their hearts that that's not the direction they're going in, you become an enemy. Because you are an example of what they can't be and they refuse to acknowledge that that in fact can be. Therefore, you're not real and you should be subject to derision. Um, the world is unfortunate this way. Jealousy is a big part of what makes up this world. And it exists in every phase of existence. Um, everybody is jealous of what other people have until you get to the point where you decide... I want to be around the ones who have it because then the opportunity that I might have it becomes viable. And that's what happened with Bawa. All of a sudden we saw that there is this opportunity for it to happen. And what made it possible to stay near him was his love was so overwhelming and so pure, and so directed towards you, that you felt no fear of coming in contact with that purity. You felt no fear that somehow that purity would turn on you, because you weren't that way. And I can tell you, 
from a lifetime, well, less than a lifetime, I'm still here, uh, but from 14 years of experience with that purity, that purity does not turn on you. In every instant, it is kind. And in every instant, it is merciful. And in every instant, it is helpful and tries to make you better. So believe in God. Because that purity comes from God. And in every instant, God is trying to make you better. God is trying to bring you closer to Him. And if your intention is to become God-like, God's intention is to help you become that way. God's intention is to bring you on that path towards Him. So let yourself be free. Let yourself be without hesitation. Let yourself loose. Let yourself enter into that realm of reality without the fear that it's somehow going to alter you in a way that you won't be able to return. Because it's that inability to return that the true treasure lies. Here we are back and forth, in and out, trying and falling, and trying and falling. And why do we fall? We fall because we're afraid to go further. We fall because we're afraid to give up those remnants of self that still exists. The voices keep calling. I have something for you here that you still need. You're attached to something here that you still need. Don't leave because terrible things will happen. You don't know what is beyond that next step. Allah has promised you mercy. Take the next step. Don't be afraid of the next step. And to those voices that keep calling you, say, Aud bilahi mina shaitan irajim. Bismillah irahman irahim. I have no fear of the unknown because Allah knows. I have no fear of the unknown because Allah is taking me closer to Him. I have no fear of the unknown because what Allah has is greater than anything that I know. Allow yourself to leave what they call your comfort zone because true comfort is beyond your comfort zone. True knowledge is beyond your knowledge. True everything is beyond what you know. There's another place and another world and another life and it's beyond this life. And as long as we hold on to this life as if it's reality, we're going to stay here fighting 
the entire time on the way out. Oh, sweet freedom over me. Freedom comes from the release. Freedom comes from letting go entirely. Freedom comes from becoming something other than we are. The caterpillar has no idea about the butterfly. And either do we. We are a light being trapped in a molecular body. We are a formless entity encased in form. And we believe that if we somehow leave that form, we've lost something. Because we've spent so much time engrandizing that form, making that form important, making that form something that we worship. We need to let go of the worship of our form. And we need to be able to conceptualize formlessness and being in formlessness. Imagine the difference between a world where only qualities exist and a world where form exists. And imagine the difference in that world. Now, our imagination can only take us so far. But if we can ride mercy, if we can ride compassion, and if we can incorporate it into our being, then we can become something else. That something else will not be recognized by the world. That something else will not get you any awards in the world. But it'll get you to the truth. And when you can stop looking for what the world can award you and start looking to becoming the truth, a change happens. You leave the world of praise and blame. You leave the world of pain and joy and you enter in to the world of grace. God's grace. God's overwhelming compassion. God's overwhelming love. And if we can become that love, then we can be taken by Him to be with Him in truth and in reality. This should be our goal. This should be how we set our intention. This should be the reason why we do things. And when we set that intention, Allah will set the road that fulfills that intention in front of us. We just have to do a little bit of work. A 
Allah will do the rest. We just have to steer ourselves in the right direction. And Allah will do the rest. But we have to hold tight to the steering wheel. And we have to make sure that we move in that direction. That we're not caught by all the magnetisms and glitters of the world that promise us some kind of thrill, some kind of satisfaction. What we find as we get older is that these thrills that the world offers are degenerate in their nature. They're low in their nature. They're unwholesome in their nature. And we find that we have an affinity for these unwholesome things. And we need to somehow give up this magnetism that we have for all of the unwholesome things in the world and set ourselves straight. And when we set ourselves straight, then we take on the visage of the 16-year-old that is at contentment with the world, at contentment with God's reality and the truth. And that's when you can become in San Kamal. You can become like the Mahayadins, the ones who walk the truth of the Deen around, the ones who are truthful, the ones who refuse to participate in that which is not truthful. It also means that's when part of the world will begin to abandon you. And if you suffer from the fear of abandonment, this becomes a difficult time because you will be abandoned. My friends don't treat me like they used to since I put my burden down. And it's the truth. They don't. Why? Because they can't. They don't know how to treat you. You become an enemy to them. When you are free, you are an enemy to the enslaved. Become free. Let those who will abandon you, abandon you. They are of no consequence. The only consequence is Allah. And when we truly understand that that is whom we worship, that is whom we praise, that is who we adore, and that is our salvation, that's when we become free. We become enslaved to Him as opposed to being enslaved to the world. And Allah makes his slaves kings. Become a king to Allah through slavery to Allah. When he knows he can depend on you in every circumstances, circumstance, and you won't falter, that's when he elevates you into positions of trust, and into positions of doing his service.
we need to surrender to this. But more importantly, we need to make this the forefront of our consciousness and the forefront of our intention. Because we react to our intention. And if our intention is confused and thwarted by the words of the whisperer, then we can't get ourselves straight. We can't get ourselves in a position to have appropriate intention. So what we should be working on is appropriate intention. Having an intention that's real for reality. I want to be real for reality. We need to be real to enter reality. And then the pathway towards glory will become visible to us and available to us. And as we look into the faces of those whose intention is focused in that way, we'll see our own intention. And those intentions will meld into each other. And we will meld into each other. Because when that intention is true, and that loyalty to Allah is all that we have, we become the same. We become His. We become the chosen ones. Because we have chosen Him. He chooses the ones who choose Him. So, set that path. Set that intention. Set the works in your being that will put you in that way. Somehow, we need to be able to see the stench that is the world. You know, um, food, before it goes through the digestive tract, doesn't have a stench. But when it gets out of the digestive tract, it does. And the things in the world, if they're left by themselves and they're left out too long, all eventually develop a stench. They develop the stench that's of the world. The world has an underlying stench. We need to escape from it. I remember I was in Venice in the winter, and people were telling me how Venice stank in the summer, but it didn't stink in the winter because the cold suppressed it but I could smell the underlying stench in Venice in the winter it was there and the world is like that it's just hidden and we are constantly hiding it we're constantly perfuming it we're constantly trying to make it something other than it is it is what it is And it's going to disappear. And it's going to rot. The only available way out for us 
is hak, reality. The only available way out is to begin to understand the asma husna, understand the qualities that are Allah, and become those qualities. Set the intention that each one of those things becomes who we are, and then your escape route will be laid out by Allah. This is truth. And truth is sometimes difficult to face. But this is truth. And we've all chosen this way. So let's go this way. And let's not look back. Lot's wife looked back. We have to continue to go forward. May it be easy for each of us. Amen.